is going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. How are you on a Monday? How are you on a Monday? <laughs> what is Tuesday? How are you on a Tuesday? Hey, it's a Tuesday. It is the 16th, August 16th, 2022. What's going on? It is Concept Tuesday. Every Tuesday and Wednesday, we do some concept stuff. Tuesday is a little bit more for uh, beginners, a little bit more uh, beginning concepts, and then Wednesday is a little bit more advanced. On today's show, we'll talk about sample size. And uh, the reason is, this has been going around recently. I mean, it's funny. Sample size is one of the new phrases that's sort of taken on a lot of a lot of momentum on Twitter. Sample size, sample size, sample size, sample size, sample size. A lot of people using sample size, or at least saying sample size, not a lot of people using it correctly. So today we'll talk about what sample size means and what it should mean for you. Because whether you're looking at your sports betting record and looking at, can I do this? Am I good at this? Sample size for that, right? There's sample size for the amount of football games you need to tell how good a team is. Sample size varies depending on what you're talking about. If you're a medical company or a pharmaceutical company and you need to run tests to see if a new medicine is going to work, you need a certain amount of people in the population to take place in the study to see if it's going to work. And mathematicians have come up with the number, the sample size number, to get an accurate reading for will that medicine work. And this works for everything. If you're testing something, if you're testing new food, if you're running simulations on sports, you need a sample size to see the true outcome for whatever you're trying to predict. Now, for the NFL, if I were to ask the average fan, what is a small sample size? Like, like give me an idea for a small sample size, medium sample size, large sample size. Most people would say small sample size is like, I don't know, a couple of games, maybe five games. If I were to say, what about an entire season? What about a 17-game season? Is that a large sample size? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A season, that's, yeah, that's, that's a big sample size. In reality, if you talk to people who handicap the NFL from a mathematical approach, the overwhelming consensus is that you need about 50 to 60 games in order to tell really, really you know, how good any given team is. Okay, so let's just go on the low end of that. Be very conservative for the math here. If you're going to need 50 games to see how good a team is, that is about three seasons worth of games in a 17-game season. Okay, well, what's the problem there? The problem is in the NFL and every sport, you're not going to get the exact same team three seasons in a row. So in the NFL, it is... It's sort of a paradox. No one, including the bookmakers, know exactly how good any given team is any given week. Okay? So that's why some people can beat the NFL is because it's not some ironclad thing. The the Chiefs are three points better than, you know, team B. It doesn't work like that. So it, it, it's funny. Small sample size in the NFL, you could argue a season. One whole season, 17 games, is still in the small sample size range. It's about it's about a third of what we actually need to determine how good a football team is. Now, this is unique to, to the NFL because and college football because seasons are so short and you don't have nearly enough data to adequately project finitely how good these teams are. So you may say, well, then how do you win betting football, Tyler, if you don't have... It's because we're all working with the same information. The only time we're ever at a disadvantage, an actual disadvantage as sports bettors, is when the... The sports books have information and are utilizing information better than we are. So if there's something going on in a in an NFL game that both we know about and the sports book knows about, 
that just comes down to pricing differences. Maybe we think we think Tom Brady's worth eight points. The market thinks Tom Brady's worth seven points. That's one one point difference that we'd have in the betting market, right? It's not about knowing exactly how good people are. It's about working with the information you have. So if you say, well, Tyler, if you never know exactly how good these teams are, how can you bet them? It's because no one knows exactly how good these teams are. If these sports books knew and we didn't know, that'd be one thing. But we're all working with the same information here. So it's sort of, it washes it washes itself out. So small sample size is something that we want to be very, very careful of. On Twitter, you'll see a lot of people selling picks, <laughs> selling picks, my God, throw your money down the drain quicker than that one, aren't you? But a lot of people selling picks will be like, hey, we're 15 and three, our last 18. And it's like, really? 18 picks is nothing. It's nothing. If you really want to see how good you are in sports betting, I tell this to everyone who actually wants to do this for a living. You need about 600 games. That's the agreed upon sample size to see how good you are. And over the course of 600 games, you start to get an idea of, Am I profitable? Can I do this long term? You know, a lot of people over the course of let's say a hundred games. I mean, if you go sixty-two and thirty-eight in a hundred games, people on Twitter selling picks would be wringing your bank account dry. Oh, or sixty-two and thirty-eight, sixty-two percent winners sign up. We're beating bookies. We got locks. That's one sixth of the data you need to see if they're actually good or not. I mean, my dog could have a 62 and 38 run. That's not that many games. As a matter of fact, what we're going to do this year on another podcast I host called a College Football Tailgate, highly recommend it. Check it out if you like college football. I'm going to have my dog pick some games this year, just as a fun side gig, and we're going to see how she does. You know, and she may do bad, whatever. She's a dog, but she may have a 10 and 0 run. And if she does, I'm going to make her a Twitter account and start selling picks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's also silly. So sample size matters. Sample size, you have to understand that you need large amounts of data to really see what big amounts of data mean. Now, stay tuned tomorrow. We'll go a little more deep with the math of this, but sample size is a very important thing. Now, I'm going to end the show by saying this, and I don't want to confuse anyone, but if we're going to be honest about everything, we have to, to put this out there as well. Just because we don't have a big sample of something doesn't mean that it's not necessarily true. Now, let's get back to the NFL preseason. We are seeing overs hit at an unprecedented rate. Overs are, are hitting like crazy. And the question is, is it small sample size or is this something that we can actually bet on? And in my opinion, no one knows yet. We need more data. But my hunch is that we're actually onto something here because the preseason is changing very quickly. For about a decade there, from about 2005 to 2015, nothing changed in the preseason. And I'd even go maybe a little longer than that. But the last couple of years, with these changes, obviously the 17-game season, now only three preseason games, coaches' philosophies are greatly changing. And a lot of this is because of the success some teams have had, like the LA Rams, after they've rested their entire team pretty much in the preseason. So it's a copycat league. Other coaches are taking notes and, and the preseason is being approached very differently. Well, bookmakers, what they do generally is they're going to take a lot of historical data to make their lines. So clearly what's happening in my opinion this season is the books just aren't adjusting enough for the changes coaches are making in the preseason. And the, coaches, the coaching changes are allowing offenses more room to develop, more leeway to develop, more more 
room for the offensive playbook to, playbook to work itself out. And defenses are not showing nearly as much, not tackling as much, not, not risking to get hurt. So I think for these reasons, we can expect higher scoring and we should have expected higher scoring. Now, I say that I didn't bet Neo, you know, so too many overs. I was not on this trend before it happened. But my point here is this it all comes back to sample size. And just because something doesn't have a large data set doesn't mean it's not necessarily true. I think these NFL preseason overs are something to watch for, could be legitimate. If I play LeBron James in basketball one on one and he beats me the first 10 games, is LeBron James better than me or is that small sample size? <laughs> you know, I mean, someone who, you know, they oh, it's only 10 games. You don't know. Let's let him play 100 and see then. No, I think LeBron James is going to beat me every goddamn time we play. So sample size is irrelevant in that case. But for a professional sports league, usually sample size will be very, very relevant. So keep that in mind. When you're talking about sample size, whether it's evaluating how good you are at sports betting or how good your football team is, People tend to underestimate greatly how big sample size really is. So that does it for today's show. Stay tuned tomorrow. We'll kind of elaborate on that. I think we're talking some Yankees baseball tomorrow too. So good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Sports Betting Daily. Sports Betting Daily.